Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to another edition of the Life and Times podcast. You know, very exciting week. I spent I spent a couple days in uh, St. Louis doing a bunch of pro scooter riding. Not familiar. Not I don't know if you're familiar with that. But uh, you know, we'll get to that right after a word from our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. It's an independent art studio established in 2011, and they have all your art needs. So, if you really love alternative art prints, I would go check out Boxing Bear Print Company at BoxingBear.com. BoxingBear.com. Get to them now.com. And the next sponsor is... The Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're actually called the Cookie Barn, but that's where you can reach them at the Cookie Barn Waco.com. They're an online cookie company and they have a pickup location and they deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or for any occasion. Just enjoy them yourself. Uh, they also specialize in company and client relations and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization that helps foster and adoptive families. So, every portion, uh, a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another. e1a.org. Thecookiebarnwaco.com. So, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I did just spend uh, the weekend in St. Louis, uh, America. Uh, I did go to uh, the St. Louis Cardinals game. I don't know if there's any Cardinals fans out there. Uh, I don't not like the Cardinals. I think as a child, it was the first major league game I've ever been to. Um, uh, but the time was fun. But really, this podcast is not about the game. You can watch that at any time. It's about scooter riding and various other things. But you know, they have lime scooters and bird scooters uh, in these cities. They have them all over the country. Uh, but St. Louis is, is no different. Um, they, there's different areas you can ride them in, but I always wonder if you get on those scooters and you rent them because you really, you just, you stay in like city center. Usually, you know, you just ride around the city, just downtown. Um, I don't know how far those things go. Um, uh, we tested it out and we did run the batteries down in a couple. Now we didn't like run out 20 miles outside the city center. Uh, these things weren't fully charged, but so you, you like, you get on the, for those of you, you don't know, 
scooters are are in every major city now. It's so because nobody wants to walk five city blocks, and and in most cases, parking so horrible. So they, you know, they've created this scooter system. I, I'm I'm probably not telling too many people something they don't know about. Um, but if you don't ever go to a city, yeah, go to downtown Tulsa or St. Louis or Phoenix, anywhere, and uh, you know get the get the scooter riding. Uh, but those things are like they're they're more dangerous than than people would think. <laughs> like they're 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 just straight up dangerous. Like they only go fifteen miles an hour. Now here's what's crazy. It's like last night. Um, I rode a uh, what did I ride last night? Uh, you know one of those little tiny Vespa uh, motorcycles, but they're not really motorcycles. Just they're scooters too, but not like the kick kind. Uh, I rode one of those. It goes 35 miles an hour. You feel like you're doing 70. It's the same thing on these scooters. Max is 15 miles an hour. That's max that you go. But when you're on that tiny board, it seems fast. It's These are the thoughts that goes through my head. If, I'm, if I were to wipe out on this scooter, how bad is it going to hurt? And at 15 miles an hour, um, I, from experience, know that it hurts when you nosedive. Like, these things are dangerous. I mean, I've, I've seen numerous wrecks on these things. Uh, and, well, I, was in, and I was in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I was riding with this guy, and uh, it was late at night. Uh, we had been out to... Um, we, had, <laughs> we had been out to a local watering hole, uh, Cigar Lounge, and... Um, we were on these scooters. Well, I'm be, I'm we're, I'm riding. We rode to the place. Now we're riding back, and I'm about thirty yards behind him. I'm I'm watching all this go down. Like, and I I can still it's vivid in my it's seared into my mind. I've seen numerous wrecks, and I also once again have have had a pretty good one. But the worst thing. This is how the wrecks all happen. It seems like every time, whenever you get onto the sidewalk from the road it always seems like there's a chunk of asphalt missing just right there in that gap and when those tiny tires hit it it makes your it makes your steering wheel not steering wheel makes your handlebars wobble and so like right when that happens like you're going over the handlebars like it's not you're going down well he hit that chunk it's like his tire kind of stuck in it and he's supermaned I'm watching this from the back. Like, he straight up supermaned off the front of that scooter. And and he, like, head down first. Like, he hit his head. I thought it knocked him out. I didn't think it killed him, of course, but I thought it knocked him out for sure. And, and so I watched it all because I'm 30 yards behind him and I, as I'm approaching and he's not moving. So I'm like, oh, he, he's knocked out. And so I, I, I roll him over. He's like, hey, Dan, Dan, are you okay? Dan, you know, I thought he was out. And uh, he rolls over and he gives me a Tommy Boy line. Uh, his face is bleeding. His cheek is bleeding. And he says, uh, he points at his forehead and to the other side of his face when first when he makes this statement. He's like, yeah, I don't feel it so much here or here, but more here. Now, when he said that, because it's a, it's a line from uh, Tommy Boy. I think it's Tommy Boy. It was, it, it was funny. So I knew that he wasn't knocked out because he was being humorous. Um, but he was hurting. He was kind of moaning, even though that's how he started. He was like moaning. He's like, oh, man, I, I don't feel good. Like, uh, I just, uh, give me a minute. So, uh, since we left the cigar uh, lounge, I had him put that cigar back in his mouth and take a picture. And so, like, if you see the picture, it looks like he was having the best time of his life, even though he had blood on his cheek. He completely was not. 
And it took him about, I don't know, five minutes. He's just sitting there on the concrete because he hit pretty hard. And uh, and then he's like, um, man, I my hand hurts. My finger hurts. His wrist. I think his wrist and finger. I think that's what it was. He's like, it, it hurts. And so he holds it up and shows me. And it's like really uh, fat. His finger is. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're okay. Uh, he's like, no, we need to Uber. I was like, I was like, Dan, we don't Uber. We're scooter riders. That's what we do. That's why I told him. Uh, and so he's like, okay, man. <laughs> so he got back on the scooter and uh, he, he took off. Well, you know. And so we rode. <laughs> so he rode and uh, we stopped at this next place. And and he's like, yeah, I gotta go. Like I don't. Uh, he's like, man. My hand hurts. I'm like, bro, you're fine. We're scooter riders. Uh, and then that's what that's really it. Like, he just straight up called me and said, I got to go. He's like, I literally, I, I got to go. Uh, and, and Uber's outside. So he left me. You know, I was a lone scooter rider that night. Uh, anyway, didn't know where he was at the next day. Finished that story up. Uh, he broke his uh, finger and his wrist. Eh, you know, scooter riding's dangerous. That's what I, you know, that's what I think. I mean, I wrapped one around, uh, you got to push those buttons, you know, the crosswalks. Uh, I I wrapped one around a crosswalk pole. You know, I got a little squirrely. I knew I was going down. (laughs) I knew I was going down. And uh, I was like, you're going down, Jackie! Uh, But I, uh, anyway, these are are dangerous. As, As a matter of fact, some cities have even outlawed them already and taken them away because people are getting hurt. Now, I told you all that story. We're in St. Louis. We drove one two and a half miles out of the city center, right? That's usually where they're all at. I mean, only like two and a half miles away. Um, well, what I didn't know in St. Louis, uh, apparently, and, and apparently for as long as they've had scooters in that city, um, we just caught it just right. Turns out that particular day was the very first day that they shut the scooters off at 9 p.m., I didn't know that. We went to dinner at about 8 o'clock, 8.15, 8.30, somewhere in there. Uh, so we get on our scooters uh, to head back into uh, where we were staying in downtown St. Louis. Um, it did work because we were outside the city center. I keep saying that, but there, when you look at the app, like there's this zone, right? And you, inside that zone, you can't ride them. But we don't know that. So we're still like outside. So like right when we reach that zone, they shut off. But we're not even close to the hotel. Then it shuts off. So, like, we got scooters. Um, there's there's probably nicer areas to break down in. <laughs> so, so, like, we're broke down. And we're like, uh, hey, bro, I don't know if we should be uh, hanging out uh, right, <laughs> right here. Uh, you know, we were hanging out with some homeless people trying to <laughs> get our scooters to work. And they wouldn't work. I mean, they shut off on us. It's like... Uh, I mean, you, you really abandoned me, Lime Scooters. By the way, I was riding Lime Scooters. That's what I was riding until the next day, and I found out birds are the way to go. I mean, these things do willies. They take off so fast. Anyway, like we, we were stuck in downtown St. Louis. Don't ride the scooters is what I'm telling you. They're dangerous, and they leave you stranded. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what I was supposed to do with myself. Uh, and by the way, and if you have not ridden these things, you got to lock them out. So, like, when you're done, you have to park them in a location. You actually have to take a picture. It's part of the app, and it sends it. If you don't park it in an appropriate area, it won't allow you 
to shut it off, which means you're still paying because you're paying like per minute or whatever. So you have to get it to an area. Otherwise, you're going to get charged on your card uh, potentially a lot. So you got to find these areas. Well, when it broke down outside, I can't park it. I, I can't get it to where I need to go. So basically, we left our scooters mile and a half. That's mile and a half from the hotel. I'm not walking in downtown St. Louis a mile and a half. I'm just not doing it. So we did Uber. It was a, it was a fine day. First time I ever went to St. Louis, it was the first time I watched a major league game. I went with a, a baseball team. I don't hate baseball. I played it. <laughs> I played it for a while, but I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't really, I didn't really love it. I didn't like really love it, but I grew up in Oklahoma. You know, it's so like, do, do I love uh, February's where it's 39 degrees and the wind's blowing 40 miles an hour and I go stand out in a field because <laughs> not even a baseball field. When I was a little kid in this small town, you you practiced in some farmer's field who mowed a grass patch in the shape of a baseball diamond, and then they get a backstop. That's basically where I would practice that as a, as a child. And you'd just be out there, it'd be 40 degrees, and the wind's blowing. <laughs> it's cold. Uh, it gets dark early. And and to be honest, what do you want to do as a kid? What's the funnest part about baseball practice? It's it's hitting. It's uh it's taking BP, batting practice. That's the best thing. You know, but you got 15 kids on a team, everybody has to hit. And uh so you're just standing out there in the wind when it's cold and it's almost dark in a field that's mowed. So it's not like it's a real baseball, not where I grew up. It's not that way now. All these leagues and all that stuff. Like, so you're out there. Ground balls were horrible. You didn't know where it was going to go. It was going to hit this weed grass. Not marijuana weed, but, you know, like the, the grass that's just hard and thick and it just clumps up. You don't ever know where the ball's going to go. I don't know if that made us better fielders or worse because you thought you were going to get hit in the face every time they hit you a ball. But so, no, that didn't set well with me. I didn't, I didn't recall loving that. Well, I don't know. I, somehow I got sidetracked. <laughs> I let my personal feelings get in the way about how I felt, why I just didn't love it. I loved the games growing up. Like, I loved the actual games, but the practices when they started, it was cold and all the stuff I just said. I hated that. I just, it just, it didn't, I didn't like it. Remember birthday parties when you're a little kid? What was the gift that you got people? There's a chance, there's a chance that you got them a toy. But usually, if you're going to Little Johnny's birthday party, uh, I don't even have a friend named Little John. <laughs> like, but if you're going to Little Johnny's birthday party, uh, and he was six, what'd you get him back then? Six dollars. That's what you got him. <laughs> like when he was seven, like, hey, Little Johnny, guess what we got you this year? Seven dollars. Uh, and uh, you know, eight, and and all the way up to like ten. You know, like oh, ten dollars. Here you go, Johnny. You got the big bill. Uh, but when he turned eleven, somewhere in there, about ten. I'm gonna go ten. Uh, people stopped giving him eleven dollars and twelve dollars because you think, oh, I'm eighteen. It's eighteen dollars. Now people don't do that anymore. They really shut it off at ten. And then it was like ten through fifteen. Here's ten dollars. That's what it was. Uh, but these days you can't even do that. Just due to inflation, you can't do that. You know, inflation doesn't let you do that. Why? Because uh, if you give a little kid $5 now, it's like, um, <laughs> what are you going to do? Go buy some Skittles? 
Uh, you know, that's about, <laughs> that's about what it might. Hey, go buy a couple packs of Skittles. Here you go. And next year, you're going to get an extra dollar. So you might get the family pack. All right. I, anyway, but the little kids' birthday parties. That's what you'd give. But they would also have not punch. I've talked about this before. I've talked, I'm not going into the punch story, but they don't have some birthday parties. The nerdy ones, they'd have punch. Like, no, no kids are drinking punch. Nobody likes punch. It's disgusting. Uh, anyway, but I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to go down that path. But most of those little kid parties, you know what they have to drink? Capri Suns. They would have Capri Suns. That's what they would have. I'm not saying Capri Suns are horrible. I actually, I mean, I, th- I think I like them now. I randomly will uh, drink one. Like, we don't even buy them at my house, but I'm just... Uh, if you're at a, birth, a little kid's birthday party, uh, they may have one uh, just for, like, nostalgic reasons, I guess. I'll look in an ice chest, and if it's there in the cold ice, I'm like, eh, I'll try it. The thing that Capri Suns doesn't do, they need, like, a they need a, a big gulp version of Capri Suns. I mean, every Capri Sun, you put the straw in. And how it literally it's it's a drink or two is what it is. It's like two drinks. I don't know how little kids suck on those things for thirty five minutes. It's literally two drinks. That's that's the sadness. That's the only reason I don't even I don't even drink Capri Suns. I don't drink any fruit juices to be honest. But like if I were, it would be Capri Suns, and I don't do it because it's two drinks. Like it's you get excited and then it's over like really fast. So uh, anyway. It's just something to work on. You're gonna, you guys are gonna have to work on your drink game. You're gonna, you're gonna have to very heavily work on your, on your drink game, <laughs> on your drink game. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of baseball, because I talked about that. I, well, <laughs> when I was a child, and it could have been any age, uh, any sport, anytime your name was in the paper, uh, you know, you would like get the newspaper. It didn't matter. It didn't even have to be sports. Just if you're, if you're in the paper for anything. Um, which was funny because it's not like I grew up in this metropolitan area. It really wasn't that hard to get in the paper if you really wanted to. Um, but do you remember when the newspapers worked on the honor system? Like the newspapers was straight up on the honor system. Now, it was around here where I grew up. I don't know if it was like that everywhere. I would imagine. You know, you go put a quarter or 35 cents in the paper machine. And seriously, I owe... I got to owe, from childhood, not now, but uh, I got to owe the Tulsa World or the Daily Times and prior. I got to owe these people money. Matter of fact, I probably should donate some some money to them. I, I know over the years, I got to owe them at least $50 a piece. Just various times I was in the newspaper, if I when I was, I would, uh, I would put my 35 cents in, and I'd, <laughs> I'd put my 35 cents in, and I'd take about 20 newspapers. Uh, I completely blew the newspaper honor system back then. Um, I, some people may be disappointed to hear it, but I just was like, <laughs> you know, I didn't have, listen, I didn't have 20, 35 cents laying around. So I got the best deal I could and, uh, you know, I passed them out. I was, uh, at least I shared. Um, so I, I probably owe you guys money from like 20 years ago. I'm going to make sure I get it to you. I hope the statute of limitations has, uh, has expired. I, I, I hope that we've exceeded it. So sorry guys. Um, would I do it now? Would I do it now? 
if I were in the, if I were in the paper for some reason. I don't know, man. Look, I got to be honest. I, I think they'd still make newspapers. I saw somebody reading. It. Oh, yeah. I have a friend uh, <laughs> and her daughter, her nine or ten-year-old daughter, was sitting at the dinner table reading the newspaper, and it made me laugh because she looked like she was 40 years old. She's a, she's nine or ten. And I don't know what she was reading because it did. The only thing I ever read when I was a kid was like the comic section uh, or the sports section. That was it. I didn't like really read the paper ever. Uh, but this this eight, nine, ten year old was sitting there at the dinner table, but in the morning at the kitchen table reading uh, the newspaper. I don't think anybody does it anymore. So point is, like if I was in the newspaper, uh, would I would I go get a, a discount? Would I would I Pay $0.35 cents and uh, get 20 No, I don't think I'd do that anymore. Uh, that and I don't – do they even have those machines? I, I, I would – I'd need to open my eyes. I guess I'd have to drive around. I remember they used to be outside of every grocery store and they were outside of every convenience store. Uh, but I don't think those things exist anymore. And only because I said – only because I said that. Uh, they used to have pay phones out, out front of uh, – grocery stores and convenience stores. And I don't think they have that anymore. Um, the, I, actually the other day when I was in St. Louis, we drove by a store and there was a payphone outside and I saw a guy standing by it. I don't know, waiting for a call, I guess, but that those things used to exist. So, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rob you. Listen, my kind of, after I just told the story, I f- kind of feel like I need to send the, the daily times and, um, <laughs> well, I think they've been overtaken, but if they're still there, the Daily Times and uh, Tallest World, I'll probably owe you guys some money. So maybe I'll send that. Maybe I'll send that later. Last phone booth, by the way. Uh, maybe it's because it's the last frontier. The last phone booth, straight up phone booth that I laid eyes on, it was in Alaska. And it was outside of a convenience store slash liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just telling this because it's funny. There's, there's a in Alaska. You, I think this is from memory. You can't sell liquor in the convenience store, so it was the same building. And the guy who was working would would walk to one side and sell you whatever's in a grocery store or a you know convenience store, and then he would walk through a door, same building, walk through a door. To the other side, and then he would sell people liquor in there. <laughs> that store was the last time I saw a phone booth. Um, I didn't. I did not get in it, but um, it reminded me because uh, that's what Superman changes in his phone phone booth. And I always thought one day that uh, I also would change in a phone booth, but turns out I'm not really as super as I thought I was, and uh, even a little chubby, to be honest. If we're just if we're just being honest with each other, maybe even a little chubby. But uh, you know, I had a perfect opportunity to work off some of those calories, but uh, they had scooters, so I didn't ride anywhere. I didn't walk anywhere. I rode everywhere on scooters, which is crazy because I I actually was sore. I was sore from riding those. It, it, I don't even. I shouldn't even tell people. <laughs> but when it broke down, I was trying to kick. Well, the problem is, it's not like a free flowing wheel. Uh, cause it works on the battery. So when the battery died, 
uh, I had to kick extra hard. Maybe that's why I'm sore. I'll take up for myself. I'm, maybe that's why I'm extra sore because it didn't just roll. It took a lot of extra kicks to the point to where the guy I was with, um, he had had enough. It was hot too. Uh, we just ate, which I told, I'm sorry. Now I'm way backtracking, but, uh, <laughs> and he's like, I'm not doing it. And he just threw his down, but, uh, you know, I didn't. I was I was doing it proper. See, unlike me, unlike me taking twenty newspapers from the Tulsa World. <laughs> sorry, unlike me taking twenty newspapers back in the day in one shot. Uh, see, I've grown up. I I'm like, well, I can't just throw this down. I got to park it in the correct location and take a picture, um, because I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Not my friend. I he threw two down. He had had enough. One just, I guess, ran out of juice, and he's like. He had some choice words and threw the scooter down straight up on the side. Well, he, he didn't even park it. Didn't use the kickstand, threw it down, said he had had enough. So, you know, some people are different. Uh, some people some people are rule followers. Some people are not. And I am a rule follower now, by the way. I mean, I, I, I could tell a million stories from childhood, but it's not childhood anymore. I'm a rule follower. Watch this. By the way, at this at this moment, and I'll, I'll edit it out, uh, I'm going to take a drink from my not sponsored for my non-sponsor Sonic. I don't know. Maybe I won't edit that out. This show is not sponsored by Sonic. America's driving. Is that what that's called? America's driving. Did I say that wrong? It's Sonic America's driving. You know what I, I heard? I don't know where Sonic started. I didn't look it up, um, but I, there were claims. My, my wife and her family, they grew up in a place called Woodward, Oklahoma. It's in Woodward, Oklahoma. And she's claiming, she's like, oh, the very first Sonic was in Woodward. Now, listen, was it? I don't know. But it sure just didn't seem like a hot town to start a Sonic. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Sonic wasn't Sonic back then when it started. But it doesn't seem like something so large would start there. I'm saying, I'm not saying it didn't. I don't know. You know, McDonald's started some kind of small town uh, on the Ray Kroc movie. But I don't know, man. I don't, it, so anyway, they're they're claiming it. They're like, oh, yeah, Sonic, first Sonic was here. Woodward started it. The Woo. No, it didn't. Have you guys ever been to – nobody cares about Woodward. My bad. It's not, it's not an exciting town, but there's good people there. It's just not a very exciting town. We live in Oklahoma. You know, myself and my family. And, um, which I, you know, I referenced 30 times a show, uh, tornadoes are a thing here. My next door neighbors, uh, they, they wear tornado helmets, like straight up tornado helmets. Like <laughs> now the reason that that's funny, but some people be like, well, that's smart. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess if you're stuck in your house. I get, you know, I guess, but if there's like a real storm, look, we, once again, we live in Oklahoma. Somebody has a cellar. Somebody has one in their backyard. Somebody has one in their garage. It's everywhere. And, and if you grew up here and your generations deep, like my neighbors are, you know, 87 people in a five mile radius that have cellars. Why would you wait out a tornado in your house and put on, t- and put on tornado helmets? 
I've never I've never heard such a thing. <laughs> I mean, they seem to be cool people. Uh, but you you become way not cool when you put on tornado helmets. And so like this is how I discovered it. Uh I, I have a kid, same age as their kid. She was at my house. It was a long time ago. And uh, you know, the tornado had came, and of course we left to go to a cellar. And so we're like, what did you guys do? She's like, oh, we put on our tornado helmets and got uh, in the closet. <laughs> I just don't know. Listen, man, if an F5 is coming to mow your house down, you know where I'm not going to be? In the closet with a tornado helmet in Oklahoma when literally a thousand people have tornado shelters. Not doing it. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard and, and silly. Listen, I'm not trying to make fun of you guys. You guys are my neighbors, okay? If you guys hear it, you're my neighbors. I'm not acting like you're not cool. But that is super nerdy. Uh, listen, go to a cellar or put a cellar in. As a matter of fact, I don't have a cellar at my house. Please put a cellar in so I can go to your house. I'm not wearing tornado helmets. That's nerdy. Uh, anyway, listen, thanks, uh, everybody, for listening in this week. Uh, love everybody. Put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. P.S. During the St. Louis game, that's who they played, the Reds. Um, nobody wore a Pete Rose jersey, which, by the way, why would they not do that? Anyway, put him in the Hall of Fame. Love everybody. Uh, have a good week.